G'day wrestling fans, Chris Funder here with Freddy as Alex for another edition of Wrestling Old Style, talking the month of April 2020 for Australia and New Zealand. Alex, how the bloody hell are you? I'm feeling good, mate. Yes, wrestling fans. Yeah, wrestling fans, I'm ready for another episode of Body Slamming, Pile Driving Action, yeah. No, um, it's good to talk about, I guess, our... Our bread and butter here on the podcast. Yeah, a bit more of the uh, local scene. Yeah, bloody oath. So, of the six events uh, that I could find on VOD, did you happen to watch much? Yeah, I watched Wrestle Rock. I watched Riot City Wrestling. I watched Melbourne City Wrestling. And I watched Deathmatch Down Under. So I've got four out of the six covered. Yeah. Um, so just a quick update again. Uh, PWA didn't run a show this past month. Uh, Nui Pro is back up and running, but they're not on the uh, the new PWA system with Bot. So I don't know what's going on there. Uh, Queensland. I haven't seen any major events in full on VOD. Uh, Northern Territory, still nothing going on. Uh, over West, nothing um, available from the past month on VOD. EPW had another big show. It's not up yet. Uh, Wrestle Rampage, still no VOD since last year. Uh, Canberra, nothing major coming out of there. And over in New Zealand, nothing major coming out of there. But SPW is looking to return uh, later this month in May. Awesome. Yeah, so so we're slowly getting back to uh, a lot of shows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a bloody shame about everyone being a bit slack with their VOD, though. Yeah, and that's, that's another thing, too. We don't know if... um the change from an OVO to uh fight for PWA. Um, if uh, Nui Pro were in partnership on the OVO and weren't a part of the uh, fight deal or if they've changed owners in the um, the off time or something or if um, EPW is going with a different crew now. And, yeah, so there's a, a few companies like that now. A bit of information from the companies would be great. Yeah, I, I see um, the January shows are now available for EPW. <laughs> oh, wow. Great. I can watch something that's four months old. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. There's a few good matches on there I've heard about. But, um, yeah, when there is so much that um, that happens, it's a bit hard to keep up. Yeah. So should we um, start with the first event? Let's do it. So we go to Wrestle Rock Triple X, the 2nd of April 2021 from the Corner Hotel in Richmond. Uh, results were a tag team match Mad Dog and Mitch Waterman defeat RB4K, Ryan Rapid and Sammy Falcon. A singles match where Gore with Crackerjack defeated uh, Comrade Andrew Arthur. A main event qualifying match of Royce Chambers defeating Cletus. The second Main event qualifying match of Lucky Hendricks defeating Drunk Uncle Beige. 
a singles match of Avery defeating Kellyanne. And in the main event, a Wrestle Rock Championship four-way match for the vacant championship. Do you remember who the champion was before the pandemic? Wasn't it Richie Taylor? Maybe. I'm going to have a look now. Um, so, yeah, in the main event, it is uh, Lockie Hendricks, Mick Berry, and Royce Chambers, who all lose to Crackerjack. Yeah, awesome. Crackerjack should be the face of this brand. Oh, you are correct, sir. It was, uh, was Richie Taylor. It's really odd. Because I thought that the person that held it before him, uh, if that was the last champion, yeah, fair enough, make it vacant. But Richie, like, you can get Richie. Yeah, I'm not sure what the go is with uh, Wrestle Rock. It's not coming up on uh, MCW's uh, separate on-demand page. It is now in uh, Australian Wrestling Network. Yeah. So you pay your flat fee, you get your archives and the new episodes. Um, they seem to be working a lot. They were at um, PCW. They put a call out on a um, PCW show. I remember the infomercial played. Yeah. They um, um, they did a thing on Deathmatch Down Under too where they advertised. Yeah, so I'm not sure how um, how branched off they are from MCW now. Yeah, yeah, that is that is very interesting, actually. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's not like Richie hasn't been a part of MCW before. He's been on both Deathmatch Down Under and MCW this year, so maybe uh, something a little more going on there. Maybe he was busy. <laughs> he might have been booked somewhere else that day. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. Um, Any overall thoughts of this show? I thought it was a really fun show. Um, Yeah, I'm all about RB4K now, so I'm in on that. Yeah. Uh, um, More Aisha. Aisha's doing Deathmatch Down Under. There's no reason she can't come across and wrestle in uh, Wrestle Rock. Yeah, exactly. uh, I don't know. I'm kind of a stickler for punishment, but I really enjoy the history with Lucky Hendricks and Drunk Uncle Beige in Wrestle Rock. So, punishment. Yeah. Martinez. What's no. he doing in the corner hotel? No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> One day you'll come around, and it'll be the day where he gets drafted to All Elite. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. He'll join the the Nightmare family and I'll be all in on him. Um, no, you, what you do is you put him with Jake Arthur. Uh, Jake Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Roberts and um, Lance Archer. You see, that's where I got confused. Also looking at Andrew Arthur. Yes. But yeah, you put him with uh, Jake and Lance and uh, that'd be a good pairing. Two big men. Sure. Um, Back to this. Yeah, RB4K, I've been watching for a fair while through 
PCW. We saw him last year on the MCW Bushfire show. Uh, you would have seen him last year at the PCW show. That yeah. is still so weird to think about. We watched that show two different ways. One was on a community TV channel and one yeah. was on their own network. And one had commentary and one didn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the match order was completely different depending on how we watched it. I got a bonus 30-minute Royal Rumble with no commentary or match graphics for the names. Yep. Oh, man. Anyway, I like that promotion. I want them to start doing stuff again. They have their own arena. Yeah, that is cool. Um, um, so what matches stood out for you from this night? The RB4K match. Um, yeah, Gore's so- someone I've heard a lot about, but because of the shows I watch, I haven't seen much uh, tape stuff of his. Yeah, he's really good. Um. Avery Kellyanne, a good women's match, would you agree? Yeah, my match of the night. (laughs) I'm obviously really biased because they're like two of my favourite women's wrestlers in the world right now. So, yeah. And then um, I suppose the main event, um, it's just, yeah, since WrestleRock came back 20... 18, I think the title's been vacated three or four times now. Yeah. So uh, the champion before they came back, uh, where are we here? Uh, Yes, because Sexton was the last champion during the original uh, Wrestle Rock days in 2014. Uh, Then it got vacated. Funtime Thor was the champion. It got vacated the day of Super Showdown. Then mm-hmm. Mitch Waterman uh, onto Richie Taylor, the last champion before the pandemic, and then got vacated again. Yeah, that's uh, by then Sexton's in the US working Evolve, maybe at the Performance yeah. Center, depending on timelines. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, definitely doing Evolve at that point, at least. Phil vacated because he was uh, <laughs> talking to the Undertaker. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. So that's T podcast. Go listen. Like that's pretty much the reason why JXT and Big Rig, like Funtime Phil, are blacklisted because MCW got crappy at them because they went and did extra work for WWE Super Showdown weekend. And I just think that's so petty. Anyway. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know the backstage stuff to that, but um, they're doing their own thing. They're in um, Deathmatch Down Under. They've got their own school. They're doing sporadic tapings, I guess. But um, I think if they were just going to do uh, like a match, match Monday instead of like dropping it uh, all within two weeks, I think that would have been cool just to do uh, one match every Monday from mayhem yeah that'd be good because they did those january tapings and it all sort of got put out within two weeks yeah um yeah i'd say for this wrestle rock uh do you think the commentary was a bit toned down or do you think it was the same 
I think it was definitely toned down. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that since the last time we saw Wrestle Rock, we've had speaking out happen. Yeah. So I think they had to be a bit more careful with what they said, I guess. Especially during the women's match, I noticed it. Yeah, big time. Because, yeah, they used to go a bit wild during that. Yeah. Um, right decision. I think if Wrestle Rock um, stays, they did have to evolve. Uh, yeah. Much like um, Paul Heyman talks about ECW at the turn of the... Um, turn the century saying oh we're coming into too fast and we want to evolve we want to slowly move away from the hardcore wrestling and change and everyone just remembers ecw for the hardcore stuff but we had the luchas we had the cruiserweights mm. we had japanese wrestling yeah we were more than just yeah evolve. so he said he did want to evolve from that as well so i think yeah. that's what wrestle rock is slowly doing um i'm gonna say four beers i'll Give it three and a half. A L- little bit tougher on them because they've done... Uh, I don't know. I fe- felt like a lot of these matches were just sort of thrown together with no real massive explanation, although I love the ending of this show. Yeah, I think that's what um won me over. The RB4K. Yeah. Uh, the women's uh, co-main event. And yeah, the feel-good moment with... Uh, Crackers first match back. Yeah. Is it No, he had the um the match the previous month against was it? I don't know, I'm getting all muddled against with Lockie. my timelines. Yeah. yeah. Against Lucky. Yeah, he, he did. Yeah. But it wasn't really a match. We're gonna get all technical now, like Shawn Michaels in Saudi Arabia. Uh, that was a match. That happened. <laughs> Anyhow, um, yeah, I think we both agree. Thumbs up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so let's go over to uh, the 10th for Wright City Wrestling, Rise to Power. This is uh, from the Abaca Hotel in uh, Adelaide, South Australia. Uh, so we kick off results here. Six-man tag team match. Baron, James Cray, and Scotty Hartman defeat Down Under, Jensen Hunt, and Tony Toro. Havoc with Benjamin Rosenfold defeats Katie Trey. Dean Brady defeats Caden uh, Cornell. A tag team match of Chris Basso and Zach Sabbath defeat Jet Armstrong and Redshaw with Jimmy C in Jet and Redshaw's corner. A tag team match of JJ Furno and Royce Chambers defeat the Pereira, Eli Firos, and Gabriel Eros with Tyler Daniels in their corner. The RCW Women's Championship was defended when Savannah Summers defeated Delta. And in the main event, the RCW Men's Championship, Matt Hayter, the champion, defeated Mike Boomer to retain. Uh, your thoughts here, Alex? Uh... A couple of our art matches. I thought Delta's shown a lot. And Savannah Summers, obviously, the right, like, amount of experience to really help Delta along as well. I thought that match was really good, to be honest. Yeah. Um, 
something about Dean Brady, man. I think he's got something. I think there's something there with Dean Brady. Um, yeah, the main event was fun. I I don't know. I'm just not into Matt Hayter. Maybe I'm just sad for Rocky Monero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is still pretty close to um the end of that title reign. Jesus, like from a major company, like we're talking so so long, and yeah, yeah it is just going to be one of those things where um he goes on um what am i looking for it will um probably never be eclipsed in our lifetime by another uh main like a um men's championship from one of the big five your epw rcw mcw pwa spw i don't think that'll happen in our region again no, nah, not at all. Um, what about... Um, I'm really enjoying uh, Zach Sabbath, but I'm not sure what to make of the pairing with um, Basso because I was really enjoying the Kings of Ruin, uh, Zach and Mike Boomer. Yeah. I, I enjoy Zach Sabbath and I respect Mark Boomer is really good. It's just something's not there for me with Mark Boomer. Um Basso and Sabbath is a I think it's a pretty good team. Um Yeah, I just need to say a bit more of them. Um Armstrong and Redshaw I thought was a really solid team. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point too. And uh, Armstrong having someone speak for him with a Jimmy C sort of thing, really good idea. Jed Armstrong's like one of those guys and he talks and he's got such a high-pitched voice that you're like, whoa, that voice shouldn't come out of that man, but it does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um... like like when Bobby Lashley first spoke or when Brock Lesnar first spoke, it like sort of threw you off. Yeah. Um, also, good uh, future building here with JJ Ferno and Royce Chambers uh, beating the Perea, your tag team champs. Yeah. I like the way RCW does a lot of their cards. It's um, sort of old school booking. Your title matches go in the top position. So it's usually a mix of your your tag, your women's, and your men's championship in those final sort of four spots. If there's a big feud, it'll slot in there as well. Yeah. So that's my side of it. I know you're a lot more uh, story-based, so if there's um, like a singles feud going on that has more importance than a throwaway tag match, you'd probably put that higher. Yeah, definitely. Um, As far as this show overall, I... They've been on such a roll that this was sort of a bit meh for me. It felt like a, um, I suppose, the the way we've described RCW before when they're running two shows a month, it used to be little show, big show. And this was a, um, it felt like a, uh, a road, sort of a road two show uh, for their match yeah. this month that's um, 
actually just happened on the first as we're taping. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, it's building up to uh, RCW 224 in Hater We Trust, which we'll see Dean Brady versus Caden Cornell. Uh, scrolling down here to the um, to the sort of championship matches, it'll be Matt Hader versus Tony Toro, a women's number one contender match of Delta versus Amber Switch, and a three-on-two handicap match of Havoc Mike and Mike Boomer versus the family, uh, Eli Ferrios, Gabriel Eros, and Tyler Daniels. Those are sort of your top three matches there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and Brooksy's. On the card as well, uh, Dean yeah. Brady in the opener, so should be a fun match. Um, yeah, they are doing a lot. Um, a lot of um the past year, especially during the pandemic, they, I think, in a way, they lucked into um leaving the title on Rocky for the past year as well. Yeah, and getting to the point where they could have a big crowd back for uh, his title loss was good. Yeah. Um, whereas if they had done that at the start of the year and you've got a new champion trying to go through that, as we saw with, uh, say, WWE or New Japan with Naito, it is difficult to a degree. Yeah. Whereas the fans can latch on, oh, this will be, be the month where Rocky finally gets defeated and, you know, I'll be cheering on from home. And so, yeah, I, I feel they're just... They're still on a roll. They're just slowly uh, tuning to the next chapter. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. Uh, so for yourself, how many beers would you like to give out? I'm going to have to give it three, but a really reluctant three. Because I, I know that this will... This is just building blocks for the next phase, like you said. But, yeah, as a show by itself, it didn't leave a great lasting impression on me. Just nothing too memorable. Mm, okay. I I disagree with you on your why, but I agree with you on a free. I felt yeah. uh, this was an easy watch. Um, it was fun. We've seen a lot worse from the Aussie scene, and this is going somewhere. It is building up. It's not just, uh, here's this B house show that's here for the sake of being here. There are some matches on here that are like that, yes, but a lot of it is building up. Yeah, yeah, I get that. It's just, I don't know. I felt like a lot of these matches sort of came out of nowhere for me. Like Mike Boomer in the main event, and then like even the next the next show having Tony Toro in the main event, sort of like these. If you've been watching RCW for the past year or so, these are guys that have been sort of on the undercard, and I they're think... just getting sort of thrusted straight into the main event with no proper build. I think Boomer before he was injured actually pinned Rocky in a tag match. That's where that defense came from. Yeah. And Tony Toro is aligned with the family and might have a um a pinfall victory over Matt Hayter from the previous uh previous few shows before. Right. Okay. Yeah. I've got short term memories sometimes. And 
I'm pretty sure Delta and Savannah were in that freeway match a couple of shows ago. Yeah. Uh, Delta and Savannah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, that was my highlight, honestly. So Yeah. Uh, so from there, do you have time to uh, be somewhat patriotic? Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about the home promotion. Yeah, as it uh, slowly loads up here. Uh, don't you love it when stuff doesn't work properly? Anyway, uh, MCW fallout from the 10th of April, uh, again at the Formbury Theatre in Melbourne. So opening the show was the MCW Inter-Commonwealth, Inter-Commonwealth title match. Uh, yeah, anyone who's gone and listened to Up Next would have heard Davian Braden calling it the uh, Intercontinental instead of the Inter-Commonwealth a few times as well. You see those <laughs> initials, it's ingrained in your brain from an early age, IC equals intercontinental so yeah Yeah. i don't blame them for that yeah uh kicking off the show we see caveman ug the inter commonwealth champion defending against richie taylor and lucky hendrix and lucky hendrix wins yeah well he wasn't even in the match he inserted himself into the match using his uh newfound australian wrestling legends contract um I think Lucky Hendricks's Intercommonwealth champion is well overdue, to be honest. Yeah, but which Lucky is it? <laughs> we're back to Loverboy, aren't we? Yeah, we're definitely lo- Loverboy again, which is <laughs> how, good because... How did we get from Loverboy to Guru? Because he went over to the US and then he, what, found inner peace and came back as a Guru? No, he never went to the US. He supposedly did, didn't he? Because no, he got kicked out of Wrestle Rock. No, because he got fired by Paul before he before he left to go to the US because uh, he lost to Uncle Beige or something, and Paul Uncle Paul was embarrassed by it. I always thought that he left. Nah, so, like, he lost his contract and then he, like, disappeared because he had a mental breakdown and then he found an inner peace. Did they ever explain why he went back from the guru to this? Not that I know of. I think they just did a complete, like, yeah, let's just forget that ever happened. Which is probably a good idea. The internet always remembers. <laughs> okay, yeah. rest of the results here. Uh, MCW Women's Championship, Avery, the champion, defending against Kellyanne, and Kellyanne wins. Two for two in title changes tonight. Yeah. Um, wish it was three from three. Um but yeah, I I thought this was a really awesome match. Like, God, these two ha- had two matches this month that we've talked about now. Um, Kellyanne winning is the right decision. If she's still going to be in Australia for the time being, yeah, put the belt on her. Yeah, well, we saw that with uh, Brooksy and no harm yeah. done there. No. Uh, the... Singles match of Mikey Broderick defeating and 
Carver with Skylar Cruz. Uh, Slex defeated Mitch Waterman with Nick Berry in his corner. A three-on-one handicap match of Jake Andrew Arthur defeating Edmund the Kid, Tony Villani and Zane Zodiac. A singles match of Rocky Monero defeating Jet Ruka. And for the MCW World Heavyweight Championship, Adam Brooks defeats Danny Psycho. Yeah. I was hoping Danny Psycho was going to win. Yeah. Turns out he retired. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Turns out that was his last match. What a way to go. Yeah. Oh, you might as well. He's the first MCW champion. Yeah. Yeah, a hell of a career. Um, I only really know him from his most recent MCW run, but he had a hell of a run as the Intercommonwealth champion. Like, his run in that tournament for the Intercommonwealth title was really great. Um, Yeah, I really enjoyed that main event. It's, like, two of, like, MCW's, like, OG sort of guys as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't be opposed to a, a short Danny Psycho run, but with the match coming up next month, you, you're sort of um, damned if you do and damned if you don't. Yeah, honestly, like, I love Brooksy, but I'm ready for something else to happen with the MCW heavyweight title because, like, it feels like all of the MCW heavyweight title matches are just like, oh, I want to prove my... I'm the best against one of the best wrestlers. Let's wrestle. Like, let's have some hate, guys. Let's have some, like, let's have a blood feud. Let's have something. Like, not just, I want to prove I'm the best. Who cares if you're the best? (laughs) I think um, what we were talking about last month with uh, Rocky Monero coming over from South Australia, I think, that's where they're going to build up to. Yeah. Because he's uh, two wins from two matches. Yeah, and I think, well, coming up this weekend as we record this, he's got Tyson Baxter. Ooh. So, yeah, he's just going to slowly build him up. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to Rocky being Brooksy. No, and it's like Rocky cleaned out RCW. Um, Brooksy's pretty much cleaned out MCW to a point where he's had two or three interstate challenges now. He's had... uh, Who was it? Davis came over from Perth. He had uh, Eagles come over from New South. Mm. I think those are the main two. Yeah, I think that's it. But Uh, Slex came back from Ring of Honor. Yeah. If you want to count that, but Slex is still here. Um, yeah, uh, overall thoughts on this show? Yeah, the Mitch Waterman push is very interesting. Like, yeah, he lost to Slex, but it's Slex. Like, like, yeah, it's fine. Like, him losing to Slex does nothing to hurt him. It's fine. Um I thought this was a really solid show. This whole building up Jake Andrew Arthur as a monster thing, it feels like they've been doing that for like four years now. So it would be nice if they got a move on with it. 
What you need to do is you need to put a, a uh, phone call in. Oh, God. He's about to suggest Helter Skelter again, isn't he? God damn, I am. <laughs> Make a phone call to the ho- corner hotel. Call up Cousin Ali. I'm sure JXT has his number. And then, bam, Helter Skelter. I would like to see Cousin Ali in MCW again. I, I want a few more big boys in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, like this was a good fun show. Um, easy watch. <sighs> yeah, it's just the Jake Andrew Arthur thing. It feels like this has been his career for the last two, three, maybe four years of him just like squashing a bunch of small guys in a couple of minutes or whatever. Like that just feels like all he's been doing. It feels yeah. like they've been building him up for something big, but they never have that something big for him. So just like, now that I think about it, is it a possibility that Jake Andrew Arthur is going to squash Brooksy? I mean, you could. I or, no, no. Uh or they're just building him up for a big match against Brooksy. And then yeah. and then maybe like after he had the crap beat out of him by Jake Andrew Arthur, but he sneaks out a win. That's where you have Rocky Monero come out and attack him like the dastardly heel he is and then challenge him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Mitch Waterman thing's just really interesting that he's a tag champ, but he's also getting a singles push. Yeah, that's what I found weird too, that the tag champs didn't have a tag match tonight and Nick Berry didn't even get a singles match. No. Um. So, yeah, the next event, uh, New Horizon. Uh, yeah. 12th of May. Twelfth uh, of May, it'll premiere on uh, on the VOD. Yeah, but it is live on Saturday night, May eighth. Yes, and uh, I will be in Melbourne, but I <gasps> unfortunately am not able to go to it as much as I've been begging and pleading with the other half. Like, ah, oh, your brother has a birthday every year, but. I can't guarantee that I'll see Eagles versus Brooksy every year. (laughs) It's for work. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You could write it up as a work expense. Well, uh, all right. You got a work card for me to pay it with? Come on. Sure. Here's the credit card number. Uh, (laughs) Or, no, no, we're not doing that. Um, yeah, I wish I was going. Because, uh, yeah, lots of fresh matchups on that show. I think we're getting uh, the Brat Pack versus the Philippe Brothers. Very fresh. Oh, again? <laughs> I think that's on that card, yeah. Like, I'm sick of it. <laughs> I am. Like, they're going to have a great match, yes. But, Christ almighty, can we have... A, t- a different tag team or take the belts off them, give it to the Philippes again and have them do something because didn't we have this match two months ago or a month ago 
Yeah. And at the start when they came back. Yep. So and then a this. few times before they went away. So we've had it two times since they've returned in um in uh January. Yeah. Oh, okay then. Yep. Well, it just speaks to a lack of depth in the tag division, but surely you can slap a couple of people together. I think they went really wrong with having Mikey Broderick and Anth Cover feuding against each other when they would be perfect together as a team. Yeah, I'm surprised they don't um, ring up uh, PCW or someone and see if they want to come in with a tag team. Isn't the whole story that there's a bit of a rivalry between the two promotions, though? They don't like doing business together. Yeah, I suppose, but um, uh, who knows? Yeah. Because it's, think... su- it's such serious business, independent wrestling. So much money on the line, guys. Yeah. We can't have them taking a cut of our our two hot dogs and three handshakes. Smart ass. But <laughs> <laughs> so announced is Royce Chambers versus Slex. And what's this? Caveman Ugg versus Marcus Pitt. Oh baby, that sounds great. Oh Liza. <laughs> uh what else is announced? Um I'm gonna have to get food poisoning. Brooks and Eagles. Uh it'll be a good match. Good card. Um, this show itself. Um, I mean, it didn't really blow me away. Um, I think three beers. Well, I was going to say three and a quarter. So yeah, we're about the same page there. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing into the fours yet. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I've said. Free for everything so far. What have you said? I think I said uh, three and a half, three and three and a quarter. So, yeah, nothing over three and a half for me. Yeah, it's a it. It's nothing against the um quality this month, but um, we are trying to um judge um fairly and like not um not be biased towards anyone um, trying to judge it as we would any other show. Yeah. Uh, so did you have time for death match down under? I did. Oh boy. Did. So it is death match down under, not here to fuck spiders. Why? Right. Because we can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, then they're not, they're not here to fuck spiders. It's fine. I like these show titles. Uh, it is very, I suppose, reminiscent of early uh, progress. Yeah. Where they had just a bunch of Simpson memes as a lot of their early titles. Yeah. So this is sort of more Aussie, uh, Aussieisms, Aussie slang. Yeah, like smashing sandcastles and stuff like that. Yeah. So what have we had so far in the, uh, the chronologies of uh, Deathmatch Down Under Canon? We had. And out come the wolves, wash your hands, smashing sandcastles, uh, reading is fundamental, 
not here to fuck spiders, and coming later in May, the juice is worth the squeeze, night one and night two. Well, that's a great name for a two-night tournament to crown your first, like, champ. So that's really cool. Yeah. I I do enjoy Deathmatch Down Under. I do enjoy a lot of the inclusivityness that are doing and raising awareness of. Again, Deathmatch Wrestling is not my style. I watch it very sparingly. Um, So, yeah, I do like to say that every time because people will go, oh, why are you so harsh on Deathmatch? It's for that reason. It's not a thing I'll go out of my way to watch every time. Yeah. Uh, So we'll begin with the results here. Uh, Deathmatch Down Under, Tag Team Championship Tournament, Semi-Final Match 1, Blacklisted Fox and JXT defeat Kid Valiant and Zane Zodiac. The... Oh, Rick Flair popped in. <laughs> Deathmatch Down Under Tag Team Championship Tournament, semi final match number two Misspent Yush, Aisha, and Murdoch defeat the anti Deathmatch Party, Hector James and Mitchell Wright. Yeah. Uh, a singles match of Jake Navarra defeated Magnificent Michael, Caveman Ugg defeats Tommy Knight. You would have been all about this match. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just biting my tongue, mate. Uh, a death match of Joel Bateman versus Atlas Whitaker. Not who I would think of for a death match. Fans bring the block six-man tag team death match. Callum Butcher, Michael Weaver, and Zulu, the clan, defeat Guido, Mike Knox, and York. Mike Chaos, not Mike Knox of the Menagerie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, a singles match of Tyson Baxter defeating Shazza McKenzie. Gore with Crackerjack defeats Richie Taylor. And in the Deathmatch Down Under Tag Team Tournament Final, to crown the first champions, Miss Spent Youth, Aisha and Murdoch defeat Blacklisted, Fox and JXT. Uh, take it away, Alex. Where do you want to start? Um, the tag tournament was fun. Right team went over. You know that hurts me to say, but the right, yeah. the right team went over. Like Aisha. Every, everything I've seen about uh, with Aisha and Murdoch in Deathmatch Down Under has been fantastic. Also, Deathmatch Down Under, like you said, uh, they involve a lot of inclusivity. I think it sends a really good positive message if your first tag team to win your tag team titles is a intergender tag team. Yeah, so I agree. that that is the right that is the right idea there. You know, and plus it's it closes the show, yeah, ending the show with the baby faces going over. So hell yeah. Alright. So um what else happened on the card? Yeah, I thought Tyson Baxter had a great showing against Shazza. I thought that was a really fun match. Yep. Um, Gore and Richie Taylor was really fun too. That was great. Uh, all right. The two standout matches for me for the night. Caveman Ugg versus Tommy Knight. 
obviously was going to be one of my standout matches. You know my style. It's two big meaty men slapping meat. I loved this match so much. Uh, yeah, hook it to my veins. Another match that stole the show for me and was my match of the night. Joel Bateman and Atlas Whitaker in just a crazy death match. I know it's not your style, so I've got to give it credit because I did not expect good old Camby Crawford to come out and do that. Yeah, I was not expecting that at all from him, but the man delivered. Yeah, it was fantastic for Mars. The other death match um, was a little too deathmatchy for my liking, as stupid as that sounds. It was, yeah, just too many bodies, too much plunder, sort of get lost in it all. You can't take any of it in. But when it's like one-on-one, it's a bit better for my liking. Yeah, I thought this was an incredible show. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I, I I really enjoyed the uh, the tag tournament. The um, caveman hug, Tommy Knight match was good. Shazza and Ty, uh, Tyson Baxter was good. Gore and Richie I enjoyed. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, I will say this: Atlas Whitaker. I did not expect much of him in a death match, and he delivered. So, credit to those guys; they did put on a good match. And like. Joel Bateman is, like, one of the stars of this promotion. He's constantly coming out there and just putting on, like, like killing himself in these death matches for this promotion. And, like, you might not like deathmatch wrestling, but I'm sure you can respect the amount of effort that dude's putting out there. Like, he's killing himself for this company. Yeah, well, he is one of the uh, the, uh, owners and pretty yeah. high up behind the scenes so yeah yeah i i do have a, a lot of uh respect for him in that regard again it's just it's not my cup of tea yeah exactly um for me i'm going to go free beers wow pretty consistent all around for you um i'm going four yeah very good yeah uh i suppose it's a. Uh, my turn to talk and Alex to uh, be quiet. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, what do we have here? I almost forgot about you. <laughs> <laughs> Tasmanian Championship Wrestling presents Aftermath 2021, the 17th for the 4th, 21 from Launceston, Tasmania. Uh, kicked off with a three-on-two handicap match of Liam Lacey and Zach Archer defeat Adrian Alexander, Aiden Sage, and Mr. Sinclair. Uh, Mercury defeated Eddie Jones with Dominic Knight in his corner. JJ Storm defeated Alhijo Del Doomslayer. Elliot Grayson defeated Zeke Andino. Dominic Knight with Eddie Jones defeated Andy Rhodes. And in the main event for the TCW North-esque championship, uh, Dylan Daniels, the champion, defeated Charlie Rose to retain. Um, I thought this was a good show. I really enjoyed the main event. Again, it's just um, some of the audio and um, camera quality 
with TCW, I wish was a little better. Yeah. Uh, for me, the standout is the uh, the main event championship match. Um, everything else is pretty good. Um, but if you're strapped for time, nothing I'd highly recommend going and checking out. Um, I'm going to say two beers. Very good. Yeah, I, I do like TCW, but when comparing it to the uh, the rest of the uh, shows we watch, it is a bit bit hard to um not notice the uh, yeah. echoey commentary and the blue lighting. Yeah. Uh, last show I watched was IWA 23 year anniversary. One last time from Sydney, New South Wales, on the 17th of the 4th. Uh, results were Randall defeated Headhunter Rig, Charlie Evans defeated Jessica Troy in a submission match, a singles match where Sam Osborne defeated Robbie Zeko, uh, Manet, Manet the Turkish Delight defeated Sam Osborne in under five minutes, a tag team match of Dazza and Jimmy Townsend defeated the Style Boys, Brad Alexander and Will Kiedis. For the IWA Trans-Tasman Championship, Tree Hugger Lucci, the champion, defeated Apollo in five minutes. And then in your main event for the IWA Heavyweight Championship, the last man standing match, Chris Abbott, the champion, was defeated by the beach bum booter Jackson Kelly. Oh, good move. Jackson Kelly's a star. Yeah, he he doesn't really pop up in PWA. He has popped up in um oh uh, what do you call it? Um uh, what's the promotion called? Uh Nui Pro. When we used to watch that, he was there a fair bit. Yeah. But this brings an end to Chris Abbott's nine hundred and four day title reign. Wow. Granted a large chunk of that uh last year was during the pandemic, but he's held it since the twenty sixth of the tenth, twenty eighteen, so a good Still year impressive. and a half, roughly, before the pandemic. Yeah, that's really impressive. Yeah. Uh, he's, the unfortunate thing is he's on a, a promotion that's um sort of your, your second tier in New South Wales when compared to um, PWA and the rest of the promotions around the country. Yeah, like they've got a really stacked roster. It's just there's not that much buzz behind them, unfortunately. Yeah, um, a really good show. I really enjoyed this um, top to bottom. Charlie Evans, Jessica Troy, another great uh, submission match between the pair. Uh, good oh. showings by like uh, Headhunter Riggs, Sam Osborne, Mamet, who we don't see a lot of on other shows, um, Sam Osborne. Yeah, uh, Will Keatus on here, Jimmy Townsend, Dazza, Trehagalucci. All good showing. I'm going to give this uh, four beers. Very good. Ah, so do you have a wrestler of the month? Yeah, so uh, my male wrestler of the month. Actually, I'll start off with my female because that's easier. Uh, yeah, uh, Kellyanne. <laughs> From what I've watched, yeah, it's Kellyanne. Honourable mention to Savannah Summers. Honourable mention to Avery. But yeah, it's Kellyanne for me. Yeah. Um, 
for myself, is it really any real guess where I'm going? Nope. Yeah, I'm going deathmatch down under for Asia. Thought so. Yeah. Uh, really impressed with how much she's grown since I've been watching her, especially like this tag team with Murdoch in deathmatch down under. And yeah, picking up, I believe it's her first championship. Oh, very good. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Honourable mention again to uh, Charlie Rose in Tassie doing what she can down there. But um, yeah, sort of being the lone lone female down there she doesn't have a um a lot to work with unfortunately yeah uh your male wrestler yeah my male wrestler of the month uh this one was a bit of a tougher choice like honorable mentions to to um oh gosh to your gauze to your tommy knights to your caveman uggs but one wrestler did something that I did not think he was capable of this month, and I'm going Atlas Whitaker. Wow, that's not what I expected at all. But yeah, honourable mention to uh, Mr. Atlas Whitaker, but I'm going to give it to Danny Psycho. Oh my god, yeah, I should have gone him actually in hindsight. Um, but yeah, leave the memories alone. You had a great career, Danny. Yeah, it's just unfortunate timing with the um the pandemic. He came back to MCW to sort of finish his career out, and he sort of unfortunately spent a year on the bench. Um, then came back, had that match uh, with Edwin Dusk, and that was sort of it. Yeah, I suppose... the, the pandemic really ruined a good storyline that was brewing up with Edwin Dusk and Danny Psycho too. I suppose the um the lone uh happiness in that is that he got a um a farewell sort of match and um poor uh war dog didn't. Yeah. Uh well I suppose that's the end for another month of uh Aussie wrestling. Anything exciting next month that you know that's going ahead that you're looking forward to? I'm really pumped for the New Horizon show from MCW. Uh, Juice is worth the squeeze from Deathmatch Down Under. I have no idea who's going to win their title. Do Absolutely you, no idea. Do you know who's been announced for their tournament? Because I can't seem to find it. I'll um, pull up their Instagram page because usually they have little graphics on there. Yeah. Yeah, so here's the tournament brackets. Left side of the bracket, JXT versus Candy Lee. Wow. Yeah, right? How good does this tournament sound after one match? Um, second match on the left side of the bracket, Rochelle Rogue versus Richie Taylor. Oh, wow. Yes, sign me up. Yeah. Just wait, man. This left side of the bracket's insane. I I don't even know this next person, but I'm sure they're about to have a blinder as well. Jake Taylor versus Caveman Ugg. Jake Taylor. That name is familiar. Yeah. Um, 
Taylor, Jake Taylor. I can think of the name. I just can't think of what promotion. Yeah. All right. The last match on the left side of the bracket. Oh, so they're doing four matches on each side of the bracket to kick off. Yeah. So. Oh, like, wow. They aren't here to fuck spiders, are they? <laughs> no. So the first night is like all of the quarterfinal matches, which is what this is. this round is. And then the next round is the semi. And then the round after that is the preliminary. And then the round after that's the final. And that happens on the second night. All those matches. But the last re- match on the left side of the bracket, get ready for this. AJ Istria versus Jessica Troy. Punch drunk AJ Istria versus arm collector Jessica Troy. <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh. oh. And in case you were wondering, oh, well, they've obviously just stacked to the left side of the bracket. Right side of the bracket, first match, Tommy Knight versus Gore. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Uh, second match on the right side, Chanel Phoenix versus Tyson Baxter. Chanel Phoenix and Tyson Baxter. That's That's an odd pairing, but I could see it working really well. Yep. Uh, Sammy Falcon versus Charlie Evans. Sammy Falcon from RB4K versus Charlie Evans from uh, currently most of the time at, um, uh, what is it, PWA in Sydney. Yeah. yeah. That will probably be really good. Um, and then the last match on the right side, Edward Dusk versus Royce Chambers. Ooh. Who do you even pick to win this tournament? <laughs> oh, that is um really interesting. Plus, one thing I like about Deathmatch Down Under, they have all their dates pre-announced. Yeah. Which is one thing I've always said about um independent. Oh, my God, that title bout is so good looking, isn't it? Yeah, it's really it's, good. Um, it's sort got... of... Go on. Uh, TNA world title, the um, not the one that Moose ran around with, uh, the one before that, like the Kurt the Angle. Kurt Angle belt, yeah. Yeah, a bit of vibes of that. Like, if that belt had a baby with the ECW title, that's what you got there. Yeah, yeah, it is very true. Um, nice looking fun. belt. Yeah, it looks great. Um, yeah, so their tournament bracket is on their Instagrams if you ever want to look at it. Uh, Deathmatch down under on Instagram. Oh, their um, tag title, uh, yeah, tag team championships, pretty cool looking too. Yeah, they're really nice. Uh, so where is it? Instagram. You know what? Just retweet, uh, whatever it is. Re Insta share. Can you share on Instagram? I think so. Yeah, do that from our account then. Yeah. Doing it now. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. So. Oh, I can only share by story. I'll do that then. Yeah, let's just do that. Yeah. 
Why can't you? Oh, okay. But um, yeah. So Jake's T Candy Lee, Rochelle Rogue, Richie Taylor, uh, Jake Taylor, Kate Manark, Jessica Troy, Punch Drunk Istria. <laughs> Even just picking two finalists from each side, of the bracket's going to be hard. <laughs> Should, yeah. we, should we just stop recording and do an R block special for this? <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, yeah, let's then. do it. Yep, so, we're doing it. <laughs> so, humans, with that being said, uh, where can they find Alex? You can find me at Fruity is Alex on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find us at Wrestle Oz Style with an AUS on Instagram and Twitter. Search us up on Facebook, Wrestling Oz Style. And you can find my effervescent co host, Chris Thunder, at. at I am Chris Thunder. As well, you can go back and listen to the entire Wrestling Oz Style archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Weekly Wrestling Rap Wednesday on YouTube, and using the RSS feed for your. Uh, podcast of choice, including Apple. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time. Can you, like, call Eliza for me and beg her for me so I can go watch Eagles versus Brooksy? Why not just ask to go and watch this later? Then you get two nights of wrestling. (laughs) Very true.